Welcome to the Next Level Social Podcast. I'm your host, Ayla Sorachuk, and my purpose is to help female entrepreneurs create businesses and brands through social media and online marketing so they can start to attract their ideal client and start generating the leads, the sales, and the income that they deserve. If you're ready to take your business to the next level and start showing up online like the unstoppable entrepreneur that you are, then this is the perfect place for you. Let's get social. Hello, my loves. Oh my gosh, I'm so freaking fired up for today's new episode of the Next Level Social Podcast because today's episode is the first new episode of 2023, y'all. I cannot freaking believe it. I hope you all had an amazing holiday season if you're tuning in for the first time on this January 2023 episode. And I hope you're just as fired up about today's episode, which is going to be all about planning and setting goals for the new year. I know so many of you are probably just like me right now, feeling all the feels because it's such an exciting time. But with that, the beginning of the new year, there can be this this pressure. And I often find that that's what happens. We start to, you know, speak to ourselves and there, there ends up being, you know, this reoccurring theme. This has to be my year. I have to get into the best shape, make the most money, do all of the things. So much so that it can actually stop us right in our tracks and the pressure can really be too much and we end up feeling paralyzed and we end up not taking any action at all. And I know I am not the only one that is feeling this or has felt this, which is why I thought today's conversation was so important to set us up for straight up fire and success as we enter into the new year. So today I really want to walk you through my process that I've learned throughout the years after reading all of the books and listening to all of the podcasts and really doing so much work here to creating goals for the year and really how I walk and work backwards in a way that feels super, of course, if you know me, flowy and intuitive and of course, actually actionable. But before we dive into this fully, I of course just want to let you know that what I'm about to teach you truly, like I said, is I've done a lot of work here. I've worked with a lot of high-end entrepreneurs inside their businesses, doing a ton of personal development and a lot of goal-setting planning. And even more than that, this method is the exact goal-setting strategy that I actually used this last year in 2021 and 2022 that massively, massively shifted my business, and and my life. If you're new here and you don't necessarily know my story, I want to give you a little bit of uh, some backstory, a high-level overview, spark note version, if you will, just to give you some context, which is before I went all in on my business and all in on this podcast in 2021, my life really looked and felt a hell of a lot differently. I was super burnt out. I was really overworked. I was underpaid. I was doing all of the inside behind the scenes work for dozens of clients who I was essentially then turning into millionaires, not getting the right credit and credentials and 
I just had a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and I was super, super unfulfilled. And I know so many of you listening either can relate or maybe you're in that moment now, which is why I share this because after hitting a a massive burnout, which is what happened to me, it was then in that moment that I decided to change it all. And I share this story because in hopes that you don't have to hit a massive burnout before making decisions and you can learn from from my mistakes. And so this happened. I decided to change it. I went all in. I hired my first mentor. I launched my coaching business and I truly never looked back. And of course, I say all of this, but it was not all rainbows and butterflies, not at the least. (laughs) But there was for sure some strong elements of planning and goal setting and mindset that really helped me to be able to really change my life and to forex my monthly revenue and more importantly, my impact quite quickly. And it's because of some of the tactics that I'm about to share with you that I was really able to scale my coaching business to multiple six figures a a year. I still have to pinch myself that, you know, my monthly recurring revenue all of last year hit between twenty to forty thousand dollars a month, y'all. Like insane, insane numbers that I could only dream about hitting actually is now my reality. I also, of course, if you're here now, I launched a podcast, I launched a mastermind, I launched multiple group coaching programs and coaches, worked with and coached over 150 women in the span of 12 months. Not only that, my confidence, my my mindset, my money mindset, my, my self-love, my relationships, they all began to flourish and they all really began to come together. And I finally felt and I feel now like I found my purpose. And so that is a little bit of the backstory. That's my purpose. And it's now my mission, y'all, to really take all of this and to help as many female entrepreneurs as possible do the exact same. So this is why I share all of this. So to to set some context onto when you're intentional about your life and your business and your goals and your plans, big, big, big things can happen. So that's what today's episode is really going to be about. And I want to talk about some of the drivers on how to paint the picture on how we can start to set intentions and set goals. So I have a few things that I want to talk about before actually walking you through my my goal setting steps, which is in order to create the life and the business that we want, we need to set the vision for it. This is, you know, the key really. This is our North Star. This is what we want to stand for. This is what we want to be known for. And this ultimately, this vision, this why This is going to be what we work towards for the year, for each quarter, for the month. And this is going to be what we hold on to when ultimately shit hits the fan. (laughs) Because trust me, it will. It is not going to be a straight line. Entrepreneurship, as we know, is a freaking roller coaster. But when we have a vision, a strong vision, when we have a why, when we have a light at the end of the tunnel to hold on to, This will always keep you focused. This will always keep you on track to the end goal, to the end vision. So before we walk into the steps, I just want you to start thinking about that now. Let that marinate and maybe write this, write a few things out. What is the vision that you want to achieve by the end of the year? What do you want to be known for? What do you want your desired state, your end outcome to be? And you could even get a little bit more tactical about this. You can Yes, talk about and think about what you want your year to look like and beyond that, you can just 
describe your dream clients that you'll be serving, how do you serve them, how you're showing up, how much revenue do you want to generate each month, what does your day look like. These are all things that sort of can paint the picture of your vision, paint the picture of your desired state. And it's so important, like I said, to get clear here so that you can start to take aligned action into achieving this desired state this vision so that's the first thing that I just want you thinking about before I get into the actual tactical step by steps into how I plan my quarters and my and my years and the second is and this is a big one around this time of the year is I want you focusing and thinking about creating habits and not resolutions right now in the beginning of a new year We hear, what's your New Year's resolutions? Creating New Year's resolutions. What's your vision board resolutions? All of these things, which is amazing. And and yes, they're great. But in my opinion and in my experience, resolutions oftentimes can set you up for failure because there's a decision whether or not to take action on them or not. You can decide to do them or you can decide not to do them. Whereas habits are the pieces, the elements that end up creating real change and ultimately become part of who we are, right? Think about, you know, right now it's all about fitness and health and weight loss. So think about you wanting to lose, I don't know, 10 pounds as a resolution. You just setting that as a resolution isn't necessarily going to change the outcome of your body weight. What ultimately is, is the habits you create around this resolution, that ultimately is going to help you achieve the goal, right? This goes same for business. If I decided that I want to be a seven-figure entrepreneur by the end of 2023, this is great, amazing. But that alone, as a resolution, is not going to help me achieve it. I am going to need to create goals, tangible, actionable goals, and habits around this resolution in order to hit this target, right? And a little tip that I like to think about is something called Atomic Habits. It's actually from the book called Atomic Habits. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes because highly recommend it. And this is a way in which we create habits to make it easier. So for example, if you know getting your body in shape is a resolution that you want to hit this year, Something you could do that can help you create habits around them. this and something that I actually do myself is before you go to sleep, set out all of your gym clothes the night before, set up your laptop if you're working out from home. That's something that I do. Have your runners there. Sometimes I will even wear my like sports bra and my my socks to go to bed um, just so that when I wake up, it's that much easier to not negotiate whether or not I'm going to take action on this this habit it's makes it so much easier other things are that you could do is meal prep I know if you're wanting to eat healthier sometimes the biggest hindrance that stops us from doing this is we get so hungry we're starving and then you know we binge what's in front of us and we just open what's most available which is usually something processed and junky whereas if we take the time to prep our meals for the week it's readily available it's healthy it's there Um, This goes in same for business, something that I love to do and I talk about quite frequently on the podcast is time blocking my calendar, actually setting up time and space for specific elements in my calendar so it's non-negotiable, batch creating content, having a system and a process out of creating content in my business to make it easier, to make it become habitual, setting time in my calendar to look at my numbers daily, weekly, monthly, all of these little 
things, all of these atomic habits, create habitual habits in my day-to-day, which ultimately enables me to be able to execute properly, be able to actually achieve the resolutions that I'm wanting to achieve. It's reducing the amount of resistance you have in order to create this new habit. It makes it so much easier overall to stick to it and it just engraves it into our habits. And ultimately, like I said, habits will help you reach your goals. Another book that I'll leave a link to that I highly recommend everyone take a glance at is the 12-week work week. And there's a part in the book that I absolutely love that speaks about the process that we all go through when we're trying to implement change. And it's it's a four or five step process. And it ultimately st- goes through the steps when we're creating a habit and we're, when we're creating, you know, positive change in our life. And the first step that the author speaks about is uninformed optimism. So this is probably the feeling that a lot of us are feeling right now. Like, oh my goodness, I'm going to get so fit this year. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be rich by March. My business is going to explode. I'm going to launch a podcast and a YouTube and everything's going to happen. It's this uninformed optimism, this happiness and this excitement, right? That's the first stage in in this process that he speaks about in the book. And then we go into informed pessimism. So this is when we start to say like, ooh, my goodness, now I see this is a little harder. This is this is this is a little bit more challenging than I thought. And we start to let a little bit of pessimistic, pessimistic come in and feel a little self-doubt. That's the second stage. And then the third is the valley of despair. So this is usually when people start to give up. This is usually where it's like, you know what, I've been working out for two weeks straight or three months straight or whatever it is. And I don't have a six pack yet. It's never going to happen. I'm just going to throw in the towel and give up. And it's okay. We've all been there, which is why there's an entire book about this, myself included. Please do not feel judged at all. This is to be relatable, but to, to be aware so we can we can navigate it, navigate through it. However, if you're able to get through those three stages, it'll lead you into informed optimism. And this is when we're actually going to start to see some results out of the consistency that we've been taking and the habits that we've been building and if you can ride it out to this stage this is when things will start to change for the positive and then the last stage of this circle of it of the 12-week work year is full success and fulfillment so this is like the, the habit is here the change is happening we have this implemented this is engraved in us we're getting the results that we wanted to achieve and the change the habit it's done it's engraved into us and it's here so I, I always love this example, especially when I'm trying anything new in business and life, because this is what we all go through. This is, I think, very relatable for sure for me. And if we can ride out this phase, this circle, this cycle, that is when, you know, change occurs. That's when greatness happens. That is when we're able to get to our goals and be able to execute on them in a way that feels super desirable. I hope you're with me there. I know that was kind of all over the place, but super important and something that I hold super near and dear to my heart when planning and setting goals, especially in the new year. Okay, last couple of things I want to talk about before I actually get into the steps of setting goals is in order for your year to feel super optimistic, super positive, and super just badass and to be able to actually plan and set goals and to hit them, I'm going to encourage you to do two things. The first is I want you to actively try 
to put yourself out there and get yourself out of your comfort zone and put yourself into different realities. I only speak about this because if I did not do this in the last two years, I would not be where I am today. I would not be able to have hit the things that we spoke about in the beginning of the podcast to achieve the goals and the milestones in my business and my life that I have. If I wasn't listening to podcasts, if I wasn't meeting new people, if I didn't hire my first mentor, if I didn't launch my podcast or create a mastermind, or if I wasn't part of other masterminds, if I didn't do all of these things that initially felt really freaking uncomfortable in the beginning, I wouldn't have been able to open my eyes to what is and what was possible. So what I ask of you this year while you're thinking about goals and while you're planning things out for the year is get into rooms with people who are where you want to be. This, my loves, is so freaking key. When we can see that enough people are doing what it is that we want to be doing, the more that we see it, the more we can believe it, and the more that we can plan our goals and actions around achieving it. So This is an ask that I have of you this year when you're planning your goals. Put yourself in different realities. Join programs. Attend events. Actively put yourself out there and just change it the frick up. Expose yourself in ways that feel uncomfortable and get get comfortable being uncomfortable because that is when great change truly will occur. And then the last piece of the puzzle to that is make personal development a non-negotiable as as a goal and as in something that you are going to create a habit around in your life and I want you to every single day reflect I want you to reflect on your day that is set out ahead of you I want you to visualize your day I want you to manifest your perfect day because this will ultimately give you clarity in what you want to do and achieve in that day I do this every morning I make I have it in my calendar I time block gratitude journaling and planning out for my day in my calendar and this is such a game changer for me I always am listening to podcasts I'm trying to read new books I'm doing things that ultimately make me feel good and develop me personally and this is going to look and feel different for everyone and it should because we're all different so ultimately find out what works for you but make sure that working on your mind your body your soul and your mindset is key as you're planning out and setting your goals for this new year. All right? So this is going to be a bit of a doozy episode because we're going into part two now, which is actually walking through and setting actual goals, not just intentions. So this is my step. This is my process that I do every single year, and I've learned and taken elements from all sorts of experts, so I can't take full credit to everything I'm about to walk you through. But Out of the years and years of doing this, this is essentially how I have mapped out my goal setting for each year. So step number one is I want you to find a theme for your year. If you know me, you know I love a good theme. I love a good branding. I love a good acronym. I love a good word. So this is something that I want you to do. I want you to find a word, a theme that you want to focus your energy towards for this year. So this is coming a little bit back to the the vision setting. So this is your vision. This is your why, your focus. This is, you know, how you want to feel so you can have that vision, that there, that theme and work backwards from. So how you feel, how you want to become. Perhaps this is, you know, and usually oftentimes actually this is the opposite of how you're feeling right now. So if you're feeling super stressed, overwhelmed, lost, unfulfilled, maybe uncomfortable in your body, maybe your theme of the year is the opposite of that. Maybe you want to feel calm. Maybe you want to feel connected. Maybe you want to feel powerful, strong, right? So 
think about that. And if thinking about a theme for the year is too overwhelming, which sometimes can be for me because so much can happen in a year, you can choose themes for your quarter, your month ahead, whatever you want to do. But choose your vision, choose your theme, write it, write it down on paper, really understand what it is and how you feel now and how you want to feel moving forward. So that's step number one. Okay, so step number two is painting the vision. And I have three practices that I would love for you to start in order to try to actually paint the vision in order to start to bring it to life. So the first is what I call the start and stop list. And it's pretty self-explanatory. You essentially write down what's currently serving you and then on another sheet of paper or another Google Doc, however you want to you know, write things down, what's not serving you. And I usually set a timer from anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes And I do exactly that. I write down start on one page and then I write down the stop on the other page. And then I write all the things that that are serving me that I want to start doing. And then I write all the things that are not serving me that I want to stop doing. And then from there, I take it one step further. And on each of those, I start to branch out ways that I can actually start to either stop or start these tasks. So that's one simple practice that I would love for you to start to implement into the initial stages of your goal planning. The second which is a little bit of a trickier one, but I'm telling you it is super impactful, which is called the anti-vision. And here is where you essentially write down a list and a vision of what your life will look like in the next three to five years of time if you didn't take and you don't take any action on the things that you want to achieve. So if you continue to live your days the exact same way that they currently are and you didn't push forward on any of your goals, on any of your aspirations, on any of the things that you ultimately want to achieve, what does that look like? And I, like I said, this can feel uncomfortable, this can feel a little scary, but then from there, you take that anti-vision and then you turn it around and you write down all of the ways that you can turn it around and you can change it and what that would look like. And when you can get super visual and clear on essentially the way that your life would look like in in the most negative light and put it on paper and kind of feel that that pit in your stomach and then be like okay not gonna happen because here's why here's the way I'm gonna change it instead it can be super super powerful and impactful so try the anti-vision method as another way to start to paint the vision of how you want your year to look And then the last but not least, I kind of spoke about this a little bit before, is called the perfect day exercise. So this is taking the feeling of the perfect day that you want to embrace, kind of coming back to your theme for the year or the month or the quarter. And I want you to write out a story from start to end on exactly how that would actually look and feel. What does your life look like? How are you working that day? How, what are you working on? Who are you working with? What, what are you eating? How are you moving? How many hours are you working? What does your home look like? What does your environment look like? How does your family feel? Every little element that you possibly can think of, every single detail of your day that you would have to achieve in order to implement the theme of your year I want you to write it out I want it on piece of paper and I want it vision visualizing and thinking about it every single day because all of these practices are going to really help you start to paint the vision and set and plan the goals for the year so that's step two painting the vision and I hope that that you try those three practices if you do send me a dm on instagram let me know which one you tried how it served you I would absolutely love to know All right, 
Step number three is actually starting to brainstorm your goals. This is a fun part. This is, I think, probably my most favorite step in the process because you're literally just writing it all down. You're writing down a list of all of the things that you want to accomplish, a whole ton of ideas. And from there, I, I, I like to break it down into a few different categories. So for me, I have business as a category. I have personal. I have health and fitness. I have my relationships. I have finances. And then I have energy and time. So those are like the main categories that I like to kind of map out on a piece of paper. And then from there, I like to write down all of the different ideas under each of them. And I'll ask myself some questions like, what am I avoiding in each of these categories? What is something that I should have done that I haven't? Could I be doing something that scares me? And what's something that I could do to make a huge impact? What makes me feel good in each of these categories? What goals, if accomplished, would make everything in these categories in my life easier? And from there, I start just hammering away, writing everything down, all of the different things. And it ends up being a very overwhelming big list of things that can sometimes and used to paralyze me in my tracks. But however... We're not going to do that this time. This time we're going to break it down and I'm going to talk about that now in step four, which is actually make making decisions based on this fun brainstorming session. So again, this is usually a little bit of a tricky part because as high achievers, as entrepreneurs, we want to do it all. We want to accomplish every single thing on that piece of paper. All of those things that we brainstormed, we want the six pack, we want the millionaire status, we want the car, we want the house, we want the friendships, we want the husband, the boy. We want it all and we deserve it all. However, this is often times where a lot of people, myself included in the past, end up failing because it's overwhelming and there is only so much time in the day and time and energy and money are our most valued resources and there simply just isn't enough of it. So what I suggest and what I have done is pick one main goal. This is the one goal that if this was the only thing that you achieved, you would genuinely be happy. This is something that feels super exciting for you. This is something that's a little scary, a little uncomfortable, and it's something that really is impactful to you and to whomever it is in your life that you're serving. And then from there, choose one to two other mini goals at one time. So at one given time, I have one main goal and then I have one to two mini goals at one time. And usually I change up these three goals every quarter or every 13 weeks and I put it in my calendar and give myself a time frame of working backwards to hit those goals. And I love doing this way. I love doing it every quarter or every 13 weeks because it's short term. So therefore, I'm I'm more motivated and it's more realistic. It still allows a lot of time to be flexible but yet motivated and it's just way more scalable and achievable. When I have to try to plan and when I have planned goals for 12 months away or even six months away it's too long it feels too dragged out it feels overwhelming and usually it isn't attainable because something else pops up in the meantime and we have to pivot so making decisions is step four and try to pick one main goal one big goal that you're achieving towards and then one to two other mini goals at one time okay step number five create a plan for these these goals of course we need to actually execute on the things that we want to achieve those three goals that we want 
So this comes back to what I was speaking to in the beginning about habits versus resolutions. And when we're creating a plan, we really want to think about the habits that go into bringing your goals to life. For example, if my goal for the next six months was to write a book, okay, cool. What are the daily habits that I'm going to need to incorporate into my life in order to hit that goal? Well, maybe I'm writing a page a page of my book a day, right? So looking at your goal and then what are the daily, weekly, monthly habits that you need to implement, put in your calendar in order to achieve that goal. You always want to be looking at the next action step. So if again, if you want to become, I don't know, a coach this year, okay, cool. That's your main goal. In this quarter, you want to launch your coaching business. How are you going to get it? What are some steps and some habits and some action items that you need to take in order to hit that goal? potentially hiring a mentor, maybe following some coaches on Instagram, maybe creating content for one person three times a week, and then you're going to launch a program. You want to keep it pretty high level. I will recommend that because it's much better than listing every single little detail of all the step-by-step things you need to do. That, my friends, can be overwhelming because you could probably write a 100 different things that you would need to do in order to become a coach, in order to write a book. But if you keep it generic, you keep it high level, and then every day, every week, every month – You're taking little action steps in order to hit this goal within the quarter, within the 13 weeks. I'm telling you, it's going to bring calmness. It's going to bring an ease. And it's ultimately going to help you be able to hit the goal. So that is creating the plan around it. And then last but definitely not least is in order to actually plan, set, and execute these goals, you need to keep going and you need to stay consistent. It's absolutely key in every single thing that we do in business and in life and especially when we want to achieve and hit goals. If we're not staying consistent, if we're not putting ourselves out there, showing up, implementing and taking action, of course we're not going to be able to hit our goals. And if I was you, my biggest tip for staying consistent in our business especially and in life and in our goals is to find somebody to hold you accountable, whether that is an accountability partner, whether that is an accountability business partner, whether that is a mentorship program, whether that is a mentor, whether that's joining a mastermind or a group coaching program, whatever you have to do to hold yourself accountable, it doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean anything about you other than the fact that you're a human being. And this is something that every single one of us truly does need, myself included. The best part about me when I hired my first mentor is that every single week I had to hold not only myself accountable but I was accountable to somebody else to to tell them how what I had executed on to share my business with them and it motivated me it kept me on track and it was the best thing so if you can find somebody or something in your life to hold you accountable to your goals I'm telling you it will be such a game changer and it, it just will, it'll blow everything up in the most beautiful way. And the last few tips, I know I'm going so much on this episode, but I really want it to be so valuable for you is last few tips is if you can use numerical metrics when possible, that can also be helpful. So for example, if you want to lose weight this, this quarter, this month, how much weight, how much body fat, waist size, split it into months, whatever. If you can add some, some numerics to your goals, that can be helpful as well as visual components. This is why vision boards can be super impactful when you can see where it is that you want to go 
and you're able to actually see it, visualize it into action, it can be super, super powerful. And making sure that every goal just implements the plan of action, the strategy that we spoke about, because the actual path that you're going to take is the most important. The strategy is the most important in order for you to achieve and hit your goals. This is where your habits are going to be taken into action and overall will just help implement, execute so freaking beautiful. All right, my loves, I am going to put all of the books and resources that I spoke about in today's episode in the show notes and I'm also going to include a couple other books that I would love for you to dive into this year all around setting goals, creating habits, um, making sure that we're executing and implementing the things that we need to be in order to get our businesses and our lives to where we want to be, okay? Because they're both in the same and we all deserve to live big, bold, beautiful lives. And I can't wait to see how you crush it this year. I know big, big things are waiting for you. If you like this episode, found it valuable, be sure to subscribe, tag me on social, screenshot the episode. I love seeing you tune in week after week. Okay, my loves, until next week, thank you for being here and I cannot wait to chat to you soon. Take care. Hey love, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It truly means the world to me to have your support. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs and business owners as I possibly can. So if you found support or guidance in any way into today's episode, the best way you can show me your love in return is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on social media with you and or your team. Or even better, you can always leave me a review on whichever platform you're tuning in from. I will be reading every single one. And don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Frida. that's A-Y-L-A-F-R-E-D-A, or you can learn more about me, my coaching services, or all my amazing freebies at www.aylasorochuk.com. That's A-Y-L-A-S-O-R-O-C-H-U-K.com. I can't wait to connect again next week. Bye, girl.